This is the NotePod episode seven. This episode is going to be about Ford versus Ferrari. What I'm going to try to do is not talk about a book, but talk about movies, TV shows, and then talk about some books that relate to it. And we're going to try this experiment. Talk to Wally about doing this for Active Recall as well. So we'll see how that goes. And Ford versus Ferrari, I brought that up because I watched it this week in like the way movies shouldn't be watched in like 20 minute, 30 minute chunks throughout the week. So I'll just read a description from Wikipedia Ford vs. Ferrari, 2019 American sports drama film directed by James Mangold, has Matt Damon, Christian Bale, and I don't know how much of this I should read. Here we go. The plot follows a determined team of American and British engineers and designers. This is a pretty long description. The rough thing is they're making a new car and then they're gonna race it and ford versus ferrari i don't think this is this is not a spoiler at all actually i thought and honestly probably don't listen to this if you don't want any spoilers so that's that's the warning now ford versus ferrari i've seen i saw like the trailer maybe i wasn't paying enough attention to the trailer really so probably didn't see it but i saw the posters over and over and i thought Matt Damon was representing Ford, Christian Bale was representing Ferrari, they'd go against each other, heads up, and anyway, that's not the case, so they're kind of like both on the Ford side, and sort of the enemy is Ferrari in the movie, that's that's who they're trying to beat. Ferrari is the well-established leader in racing, and they're the up-and-comers, Not and in a different way, because of course like Ford was a massive company at that point, making tons of cars. But Ferrari was the sort of like titan in racing and race cars success in in that arena. And now I'm going to go through some quotes, some things from the movie. I I love the movie, so I guess like that's one thing, but this is not my intention is not to do like a movie review. It's just trying to pull some life lessons from the movie and this first book is we don't need roads the making of the back to the future trilogy by cassine Gaines. this is a good book just about back to the future the making of that i read it a month ago and the quote that i have here is the design of the delorean time machine might serve as one of the clearest examples of how collaborative the movie making process is The Bobs wrote a DeLorean into the screenplay. The art department and production designer commissioned original sketches by freelance illustrators. Then, before the actual builds could begin, the designs were further refined based upon the budget and availability of the parts and with consideration toward the overall functionality of the vehicle during the shooting process. All the while, the clock kept ticking and the cash kept flowing. That's the end of the quote. I mentioned that because in Ford vs. Ferrari, it's telling the story of creating... A different car so and it in it they for like half of the movie it's just like going through the development process of this car before actually like heading to the race and part of that process is very collaborative where similar to the delorean the like the i mean the delorean is a real car but in the movie of course it's like modified to travel through time and there's just those collaborative aspects of like creating a fake car and creating a real car and of course this is like a fictional depiction of creating that real car but same thing so they had to plan it and then there's different departments there's design like it's being built in europe and then being flown out 
to America to for Christian Bale to run it on the test course, give his feed, feedback that gets sent back to Europe, continue development, and just create more and more prototypes, more and more iterations of the the Ford race car. And then same thing, designs are further re- refined. There's the cool thing in it, basically, and on the Ford side is Henry Ford's son just says. Okay, or maybe it's grandson. But he says, basically like, hey, you have an unlimited budget now, but the time is constrained, so go get after it. And it it is interesting just to see, like, the parallels of create. well, uh, yeah, of creating a car and then creating a movie that's like, We Don't Need Roads is about creating a movie, and then part of that is also creating a car and seeing, like, the effect of all of that. And here's another quote from We Don't Need Roads says this is about like test screening so here's the quote i remember worrying that there was too much exposition too much portent and that it might not pay off clyde e bryan says but of course then it did so you're exhilarated when it works the bobs's faith in the audience was proven right when the delorean was revealed zemeckis and the company could tell their viewers were regaining their focus and this again is just talking about like that iterative design process of not not necessarily the car at this point so now this is this fake car has been created as part of the story in this movie and then they're just testing the movie and they can see the impact that like that car has and just like the amount of attention it brings because the design is successful and it kind of goes to speak to like in Ford vs Ferrari the they're creating creating the car and pretty much there's one metric very straightforward is speed how fast can this car go there's other things of like handling that sort of thing but ultimately it comes down to time and uh time around the track where the sort of feedback loop in we don't need road or in back to the future is for for the movie the feedback time can be very slow so this is where it becomes like you need to have the right people around with taste as you show different pieces of the movie as it's going through the development process and you kind of just have to trust them because there's no and then of course they they show the movie in test screenings when they can still make changes but it shows the difference in i I would say yeah like something creative like a movie i ultimately like we remember Back to the Future because it was, or like part of that, the reason we remember it and it has such a legacy is it was one of the biggest box office hits ever. And it like blew the expectations out of the water, that sort of thing. So it does come down to this like measurable metric towards the end. But of course, that's not like the best movies aren't just like the based on how much money they make. And it, whereas like the best car can be kind of based on like how fast it's gone around the track. That's it's just like a much more concrete measurement than any measurement that the people designing the DeLorean, the, the movie version of the DeLorean have throughout the process. I thought that was pretty interesting. So next book that I have here that relates to Ford versus Ferrari, I have this book, Apprenticeship Patterns. Guidance for the Aspiring Software Craftsman by Dave Hoover and Adewale Oshinai. The quote that I put down here is, Take the time to practice your craft without interruptions in an environment where you can feel comfortable making mistakes. In an ideal world, we would use the technique of deliberate practice as described by Kay Anders Erickson's research and a mentor We would assign you an exercise based on her understanding of your strengths and weaknesses. That's the end of the quote. Just thinking about the movie, there's the two sides of it where they're trying to build the car 
but then of course the second the there's the driver christian bale that's going to be driving the car and at this point he's a master driver and he got there you're able to practice your craft without interruption and actually i the the real i'm remembering why i actually like grabbed this quote it's this part in an environment where you can feel comfortable making mistakes so part of the movie is like the first test drive once Christian Bale sees the car for the first time and Matt Damon takes him like to the to the air strip air, wherever the car has arrived by plane and then Christian Bale gives it a test drive asks how it is this is the first version and he says basically like it's awful for these specific reasons and those specific reasons are things only an experienced driver would know and then in that test environment he's you, you are comfortable like making mistakes while racing kind of the intent is to figure out the mistakes more more so in like the mistakes in the designs that they're making these are all prototypes that he's testing and matt damon is once he gets that initial feedback of like these things are wrong he he smiles because that's exactly what he wants is that feedback he's he's not attached to these designs and this is it, it's just like a completely comfortable environment to make mistakes where like hey we're, we're all testing this thing we want to make this thing better there's room to make mistakes there's room for feedback we can practice and just get better together and then yeah just thinking about that and i guess like seeing how it applies to making this podcast and me and wally trying to make our podcast together i guess we don't really like practice this specifically and that said i do feel like pretty comfortable just posting episodes which is nice that there's an environment to share work where like i mean if if it was this thing where like oh each episode is going to be like i I imagine say like a ted you, you don't like do a ted talk without practicing it in more comfortable environments and the more the more you're able to practice and make those mistakes the more you can improve them for like showtime that sort of thing so that's where we can find maybe like oh we we could probably do some deliberate practice talking to each other to to improve that but it is more probably like figuring out other aspects of doing the podcast that are important and some of that is like oh coming up with a good outline to follow coming up with if the idea is like oh i want to be consistent and part of what will help the consistency is if i can make these faster so that it doesn't take up not that it's taken 12 hours but like let's say it did like or it doesn't take up like eight hours to do a single episode try to get that down and do that by practicing outlining getting better at making those outlines getting better at picking appropriate quotes and then practicing with each episode sticking to the outline be not being like super rigid but also like not letting the episodes get get too far away from the outline because then it's just completely unstructured and there's some fun in that but it's also just i don't know that it leads to the the best episodes but l- let me move on i could kind of feel this this episode kind of straying away now so i'll do the last quote this third quote from every tool's a hammer life is what you make it this is by adam savage he is of course like one of the co-hosts of mythbusters great book just about work tools his like philosophy of working building things in communities and that sort of thing and here's the quote making can often be solitary but i find it's vastly more fun as a community exercise the third section deals with tolerance both as an engineering term and as a meta term of art when we say we need to teach kids how to fail we aren't really telling the full truth what we mean when we say that is simply that creation is iteration and that we need to give ourselves the room to try things that might not work at 
in the pursuit of something that will. Wrong turns are part of every journey. That's the end of the quote. And this is kind of in the intro, so the third section, he's just talking about like the different sections of the book. The reason that I highlighted this in terms of Ford versus Ferrari, again, is this idea of failing in safe places, but also this idea that making can be solitary, but it's way more fun as a community exercise. And you can see it in Ford versus Ferrari, where there's an entire team that's involved in the different aspects of making the car. And of course, there's like complications because anything, each relationship, each as a team grows, there's just more and more relationships. I've always thought of this. I think it was in the book. It doesn't have to be crazy at work. That's like the base camp book where they talk about if you have a three person team that's creating like two, it's six relationships because it's like person A and person B, person A and person C, person, or maybe it's, I'm not going to be able to do this really quickly. I guess it's only, it's not six relationships. Anyway, you can see that once you add four people, then the number of relationships increases and then five people, six people. And I don't know if exponentially is the right word, but you could see that just like all of the two-person relationships. It just gets more complicated as more people are added. That said, if you're going through building this project with other people, the there's more complications, but the success is likely to be bigger just in terms of a bigger project. Or like more people often indicates that it's a bigger project. And then that means that the successes can be shared with other people who went through the trials and tribulations and that sort of thing. And that's something that's that's great in the movie as you see them have the successes and failures throughout the movie of each prototype going well, different races going well or poorly, and test drives going well or poorly, and then just the, the dynamics of the sub-teams that are involved in this. And ultimately, you feel like the group and get to see like what success means to different pieces and how they celebrate together or fail together and go down in the dumps together. Of course, like Misery Loves Company. That said... Yeah, like relationships can like be disastrous and they can go wrong, wrong turns and that sort of thing. So finding the right community, finding a community that you like working with, definitely important. And this is where it's like building a team is good and worth figuring out how to do do correctly. And of course, that also takes like, you're not going to build the perfect team the first time you try to build a team. So you learn doing that multiple times, learn being part of multiple teams. And that's that. So that's the NotePod episode seven, Ford versus Ferrari. Go check it out. Great movie. See you on the next episode.